It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! Yeah, TGIF, here we go! Friday, game day. We argued so much yesterday, Jay needed the day off. He needs <laughs> yeah. to relax from threw, all the yelling. He threw his back out yelling. He, he's, he's, he's out of commission right now, so uh, I'll be sitting in his chair, uh, which is good for all of you, because enough of him already. I'm glad I was chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Brad and Mike weren't part of the craziness. G, you were part of the craziness yesterday. I was the craziness. You, you, were had, part you of handled it really well, I yeah, thought. I, I, so I, you know. Jason was shell-shocked. He couldn't say a word during mm-hmm. the whole thing. <laughs> he was like, bro, y'all okay. I don't know I, what's going on here. I know that look that he had during yeah. that, because <laughs> I grew up in a real loud household with like parents who argued. <laughs> you just shut down in the backseat of the car and wait for it to be over. That's, and right. that's pretty much that's what right. he was doing. All right, guys, lots to get to today our buddy Dequel Jackson is going to join us because he wanted to yell apparently yeah I don't know who he's yelling at he's yelling I, at you or me he we'll might find out. I refuse to give away what Dequel wants to yell well about. he's going to yell at G or and or Jay who's not here or he's going to yell at me I don't know but it's fine we'll either Jay well I'll argue with him if necessary even though I love him <laughs> but I love G too we argued with him yesterday so that's coming up uh Tyvis will join us later in the show guys uh Cavs are playing tonight I don't know if we're talking about that but I'm actually excited about that game for 10 seconds Brad, Man, I, Celtics tonight, fun. That's Let's go! Every game for us is a chance to show yeah. what we are made of, right? That's right. And so I would tell you what, Cavs got a great product down there. I mean, yeah. this, thing, this thing is nice. I know. I, I was at the, I was at the uh, store in the bank yesterday. They were like, yeah. that thing is nice. You said it's real. Nice. It's real. <laughs> I know we're, pumped, I, I know we're allowed to talk. Pumped. I know we're not allowed to talk about it, but I want to yeah. talk about it so bad. I'm so excited about it. Give us 17 seconds on the Cavs. Just 17 seconds on the Cavs. Yeah. I was worried. I mean, I wasn't worried. But I went into this season, I'm just like, this is our growth year. Don't get it too excited. Don't yeah. get, the East is great. I don't know. I think we're looking pretty good in the East. I'm more excited than I was at the beginning. Right. I, I thought this was going to be that transition And that's without year. Darius Garland. He hasn't right. played That's yet. without Darius Garland. And he has, he's not playing again tonight. No, he's, he's out for the, the game. He's out tonight. And they're in Boston tonight, and they'll be uh, home for the Knicks on Sunday. So you got big, big game. Cavs yep. tonight. Ohio State, Penn State tomorrow. Cavs, uh, random football all day Sunday. Cavs Sunday night, and then Browns Monday night. Good time. Good time to be a sports fan. few days here, guys. All right, guys. Let's get right into it. The fence game. We love no fence riders. We're getting right into it. We'll talk about Jamar Chase and the big injury as part of fence riders because that's a big deal in this game coming up Monday. So let's get right to it. Mikey McNuggets with us as always. He's back from the dentist. He still has his teeth. Mike, how are you? 
I'm doing good. I'm glad to be back from the uh, dentist from hell yesterday. We'll, we'll probably get, get into that later in the show. Mikey was about to say another word, and he's like, eh, maybe I shouldn't say that word. Yeah, right. I, 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 I edited myself call. there. I edited myself. <laughs> but we do have a six-pack of questions. We'll get yeah. to Jamar Chase involved with this. Okay. Brad said us his answers a little late, so I will tell you guys Brad's answer because he does differentiate from a lot of you guys okay. on some of these. But our first fence question, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a yes or no. Yeah, that's There's the no, thing. There's no gray areas. That's what we love about this. Yes. You know, we, we, it's, you got to make a decision. No maybes. No maybes on we the fence. We don't have time for that questions. nonsense. Let's yep. go. So the first question, let's take it, Mike. Will Jacoby Brissett, Brissett excuse <laughs> I me. I love Jacoby. I had Jacoby Brissett at this barbecue restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. That do sound like a, a French cuisine. <laughs> Hot sauce. Right. I'll be honest, I, I skipped breakfast this morning by accident. I'm starving. Oh my Brisket God. is definitely on my mind. Why didn't you go to the little cafeteria up there? They got some food up there. I have lunch. I just don't want to eat it. Mm. Eat like lunch at 10, 15 in the morning. Uh, so. <laughs> but whatever. Right, the question early, is, will Jacoby Brissett score two total touchdowns on Sunday? Brad okay. said yes. Ooh. Let's see how everyone else answered, Mike. Wow. A contingent of no's. So, Brad, wow. why don't you start here? That's, Six no's, one uh, yes. That's the whole Are damn panel. Here? This is my philosophy now with the Browns. <laughs> I'm going the totally opposite way now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in Vegas. I'm yeah. like betting everything. I'm going out of the way. That's when you know you're losing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. At, yeah. What's so that called? You're on tilt. Right. You're I'm, on tilt. I'm, I'm, I'm off the charts now. I'm yeah. like, this thing is this thing is driving me crazy. You saw my picture last week. I was chopping wood. I was doing sawing mm-hmm. and everything else. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. My brain tells me they know he's not going to score. Right. But this is the Browns. Mm. Right. Or as they call them at the at Lifetime Fitness, the Clowns. Ooh, <laughs> I've heard that before. Ouch. Yeah. That's, so, okay. So, you're just going the opposite of he's logic. He's doing Costan- George Costanza. He right? is. Do I'm doing everything yeah. the opposite of yeah. – Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. What, what's the next Anybody one? think he's getting one – oh. you guys got one or zero for Jacoby? Oh, oh no. Hold on. So, so I, was, I was supposed to comment on this. Now, yeah. now here's the thing with Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. Um, our coach, the way he calls the football games, it would tell you that he would get probably two touchdowns because he'll get cute. He'll get down there. He'll be like, yeah, Jacoby got one touchdown. Let's go ahead and see if we can get this play action down yeah. there to a tight end or something. But I, Jacoby is good for a pick now. We, we got to, in the beginning of the season, Bull, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't turn the ball over. Now, Jacoby will give you a pick. If, you, if, if, it's, if, it's, if it's before half, <laughs> Is if it's uh, in the, in the final drive of a game, yeah, he'll throw you a pick, especially when he knows yeah. you got to push the ball downfield. Uh, and so, the Bengals play an aggressive style defense, unlike the Browns. Yeah, which the Browns should because the Browns actually the other, have more talent. I, I think, would not but. take this. I mean, I would if we were playing pretty much anybody. I wouldn't take a two touchdown Jacoby Brissett in, yeah. in this case. Right. But especially right now with the Bengals, who, as far as I know, have still not given up a touchdown in the second half of a ball game this entire season. Yes. Think about that. That's insane. Yeah. And so, do we think Jacoby Brissett's going to be the one to all of a sudden break that mold? Probably not, based no. on what we've seen so far this season. And man, man, listen, you know what's so crazy is I went back home and I was watching the game tapes. Yeah, I was watching the game tapes of what we was talking about and it just hit me in my face. This is why Jacoby Brissett is is throwing a ball like that. See, Kevin Stefanski has to run something that is at least close to what he's going to run with Deshaun Watson. So it's just not about getting Deshaun Watson. Uh, up to speed and throwing the football. That's true. If you got running backs, and we true. want we want him to run the rock, right? We want him to run it. I want him to go back to old ground Chuck Noll, right? Mm-hmm. But he has young receivers, and he has nobody besides Amari Cooper who is used to like 
you know, a learning offense is multiple offense. He got a bunch of young guys at receiver. He has to run some semblance of that offense or th when Deshaun Watson comes back, right? They'll be lost. They're screwed. Like they're gonna, they're gonna have to really put in, in involve in, in, in pretty put pretty much put a brand new offense in. So what he's doing is he's saying, okay, listen, I'm not gonna throw the ball a hundred times, but I at least got to get these formations out. I at least got to get some sets out so that we can just say the formation is the same, but we just gonna run different route combinations. See, I'm always I'm always troubled by that, right? Because it speaks to, I mean, it, it's not that complicated, right? The game is the game, right? You made some variations here, mm -hmm. but you, these are grown men, right? <laughs> I put you out here. I don't care if I'm in Philadelphia, New Orleans, Cleveland. It's close to something, right? You've been playing football since you've been Bantam League, mm -hmm. Pee Wee League, backyard football. I'm tired of this nonsense, right? I agree with I like, I'm expecting you to come out here. I don't care who it is, right? And get it done. This is my thing, right? I'm stop tailoring things for people specifically. Like nobody's dumb enough that they can't pick up the, the next thing, right? People get traded all the time. Well, but it's not totally the same offense. Obviously, they're going to run RPOs when Watson comes back, which right. they're not doing now. So it will, but but he doesn't want to change the entire offense. Oh, right. right. Yeah, I just don't like the idea. Like it's going as if it's going so well. We wouldn't want to ruin this perfect engine we've got running right now. I just don't like the idea of us practicing this year using our like billion dollar product that we're putting out there every week to practice for when someone gets here who will be better at this and putting that in front of fans every week. That is the that's most gross. That's the dis that's the thing that gets to the bottom of your stomach because you like Jason said it. We don't want to hear it, but this is this is a practice year. This is right. This is learning what we mm. got. This is not one of them NFL film things. Man, this is first of all, this is not no practice year, right? These are grown men getting paid. What are you talking so about? Practice play year? It, it, again, <laughs> this is not a practice play year. Play better, get it done. The defense, <laughs> the defense yes. has been awful. It's atrocious. Right, let's get to number two. The defense is applicable for this next question, yeah. which is. Will the Browns hold the Bengals to under 30 points? Brad says yes. And let's see who he's on the same side of the fence with. Hmm. Now, we answered this question before, before the Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase injury. No, y'all did. Uh, I answered that question like 8 o'clock this morning. So you still think? <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So you would have changed. I, I was still was under 30. I, um, I. Because 30's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. It is. And now they're without Jamar Chase. Yes. It makes it harder. I still think the Bengals offense is really good. I think they'll score in the high 20s, but... Uh, 28. Yeah, I, I feel 28. like it's something like I that. I don't think... See, my thing is, I just don't think that they're going... It's going to be like a gunslinger thing. I don't think they're going to need to score that much. I think they're going to get a lead and hang on to it. And we just have been proven pretty impotent well, about in, in that second half. So I think they'll just run out the clock, and that's what it'll, it won't. It, it won't be one of these high shooting games. And I am really sick of hearing on the radio and everything about how, hey, the Browns—they've got the Bengals number, man. Seems like the Browns. I'm like, that was like six years ago. Totally different personnel and stuff, and we're still acting like we're still acting well, like those the, games the matter. Big, the Bengals' yeah. offense is high octane. It, it can go high octane. We yes. got Burrow on the center, but I would just say that for me, I just feel like Monday the Browns are going to answer the bell. I just think that this, you know. You get heaped on so much during the week, right? Mm -hmm. That they're gonna surprise us on. They do. Play, here. They do. I don't, play a little I don't well. know if I think that, or I'm just hopeful that that's yeah. gonna occur. They, to your point, Mike, these four straight that the Browns have won, three of the four, in my opinion, are irrelevant. Uh, now, yeah. Joe Burrow played in three of those four games. Yes, but the first two he played in, that was a really bad Bengals team and his yeah. rookie season. Yes. No receivers, none of that. But 
When the Browns beat the Bengals in their first meeting last year, that was a legit win. Right. The Bengals were in the middle of playing well. The Brown- yeah. And the Browns kicked their ass in that game. Now, when they played the second time last year, none of the Bengals starters played, so that game's irrelevant. And we get one of those games usually a year that we surprise everybody and right. end up having the- and And Monday, it might be that we do tend to show up sometimes. I could see yeah. us showing up and doing that, and it wouldn't shock me. I'm just saying, whenever everybody's saying, like, We've always had their number. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's I want really you true. to see that starting lineup from 2020. Yeah, right. And see how many of those same players are even still right. here. No, you're right. And, you know, that, so that, that, that doesn't, that that is doesn't hold water with that. that. I, I, think, I think that's what fans do start certain things that if they want to ask the players to themselves, hey, does this matter? They'd get laughed out of the locker room. Like, bro, yeah. that nobody care about knowing yeah, who right. got my number. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's get to number three, Mikey. Question number three, and this goes into whether Jamar Chase was going to play. The initial question we'll take this, was will Nick Chubb have more rushing yards than Jamar Chase has receiving yards? But then yesterday we found out that Jamar Chase will not be playing in this game. He's out four to six weeks with a hip injury, so we switched it to T. Higgins, who is now Joe Burrow's top receiver. Brad says yes, Nick Chubb will outgain T. Higgins. The rest of you are split. Bull, you want to start us? Uh, well, see, here's the thing. <coughs> The Bengals without Jamar Chase will – the Bengals haven't run the ball much this year. And they haven't run it well when they have tried to run. They did run it well against Atlanta this past week, but they didn't run a lot. Now, we know the Browns' run defense is bad. Right. Going into yesterday, I didn't think the Bengals would run that much, even with the Browns' bad run defense, because the Bengals' passing game has been so good. However – Without Chase, I do think they will run more than they may have in the, previously. Mm-hmm. However, T. Higgins <laughs> is an excellent receiver. Yes, he is. He is a number one receiver, G, on half the teams in the league, probably. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, and, and the Bengals still have guys to spread it around to because Tyler Boyd's a heck of a receiver. And Hayden Hurst, kind of under the radar, is a pretty solid right. uh, tight end. And Joe Mixon can catch the ball as well. So, I think ultimately – even though the Bengals will run a little more, I think the odds are T. Higgins will have, especially with no Denzel Ward, will have over 100 yards. And because I think, like most of us seem to think, that the Bengals will get a lead in this game, mm-hmm. they probably won't run the ball as much. Right Now, the Bengals' run game is vulnerable because their best run stopper, D.J. Reader, is not playing. He's been out a couple of weeks. So I think Nick Chubb will run effectively when he runs. But my guess is, because the Browns will be down... He won't have as many carries as some of us would like, I, and thus not get as many. Yards. I got Chubb going for a buck twenty, but I also I got him running for a buck twenty because I think that at some point the fans get to listen to what everybody else is saying around here, like run your guy, right? Yeah, I'll I say hope this so. though, but I the Brown the Browns are civil on defense, right? So I expect them to run Mixon like nobody's business on on Monday. Yeah, run him like nobody's business. And then Higgins, then we're going to catch the balls, but they're going to run Mixon because if you've seen the Browns the last five weeks. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
they've been getting buried, obliterated in the mm -hmm. run. So why would I think that Cincinnati's not going to come here on Monday night and say, yeah, I, I, I used Joe Mixon a little bit before, but when they come to us, everybody that we play against, they'd say, well, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to just run Mixon. So I don't think he's going to have a, he's going to have some catches. Yeah. I think Mixon going to Mixon going to break a hundred easily. I can already see that nightmare scenario of what you're talking about, them doing the right thing, what you're supposed to do and running the ball on a bad run defense, us again and again and again. But then there's going to be that annoying little one chunk play where he just like a 10-yard slant route to Higgins or something like that. And then that we, because we're so panicked about the run, and he's gonna, he'll end up uh, breaking that off for like, like a 70 yard yards, play. Something like that. I can yeah. totally see that. Yeah, yeah. I can already see it in my head and I hate yeah. it. I want it out of it. <laughs> I hate it. You, you Gee, know. how big a deal does Chase not playing change the result for you in this game? None. Because okay. because this is actually bad. This is even worse. See, <laughs> if things got worse by their best player getting hurt? Yeah. Because, right. <laughs> because here's the thing with, with, with the pass game, you know, me and my dad laugh about it all the time. See, the pass game is like jump shots, man. It's intoxicating. When your jumper falling, you feel you, you would rather see your jumper fall sure. than get to the line mm -hmm. or get to the rack. That jumper start falling, you like, oh, I'm hot. That's the same thing about the pass game. When you dotting people up and you can spread it around and he, yeah. you, you 23 out of 24, everybody getting touches, it looked real cute. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. That at one point in time that comes back to the ground. The, the reality is passing is a low percentage play. There's a lot of things that can happen and, and two or three of them are bad. Now I will tell you this when you're running the ball. Now you committed to something where you can still get the pass game off the play action. Now if you get Joe Mixon going. Oh, it's a problem now because we can't. I know for a fact we can't stop that. Mm -hmm. and I know for guarantee we have nothing for that in the secondary. We, we are a little banged up or whatever to say, but, but the, the talent level is closer. But when you get into the with them defensive tackles and they in the 20s, worst defensive uh, front in the middle, then you get down to your linebackers, worst, one of the worst linebacking core in, in the game when it comes to tackling, you're in trouble because now they can do both. Now, when you, when you line up and bring them up, you still got, you got Tyler Boyd. You still got T Higgins. You still got guys that can catch the ball deep, but now it's one-on-one -on -one or guys in space. And I don't like people in space because we can't tackle. It's still a wrap. <laughs> so it's all disaster on the defense. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. yeah, yeah we, pretty much. <laughs> the only hope is Miles Garrett wreaking havoc. I mean, that's the only hope. He had right? to turn into Lawrence Tabler. Yeah. I and, know this is not professional, yeah. but here's a, here's an actual stat from our boy, Terry Pluto at the, at the plane dealer. And it's yes, still I'm, still, papers? I'm the only person still getting the, the only person under the age of 60. That still that's true. The, paper. Yeah. the Browns are 31st out of 32 teams when it comes to tackling. That is not great. No, that is not strong at all. <laughs> I don't even know who 32 is. Yeah, but I saw that stat today. I'm like, oh, my God. And then we're just going to try and stop this. Uh, stop uh, Andy Dalton and or Andy Dalton. We're going to try and stop. Same difference. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We're going to we're, we're actually well, going much to try. rather be Andy Dalton. I know we're going to try and stop. <laughs> we're going to try and stop Joe Burrow right yeah. now with that. Yeah, 31 out of 32. Ugh. All right, Mikey, number four. We are halfway through and this will be our first unanimous answer. Don't spend Ooh, a ton of time on this wow. question, but the question was. Will Josh Dobbs take one? That was an odd just question. Just one. I like that question, snap. though. We had asked last week. You guys said it's time to bench Brissett if he doesn't play well, if he doesn't start this game yes. well. Maybe we'd see Dobbs. But everybody 
said no. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not Stefanski's MO. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to do that. You know, you, somebody could have taken a flyer on it in case somebody got injured or something went real south or something like that. But it was an interesting question. I don't blame you for putting it in there. Keep yeah. it moving. Yeah, All right, so that's easy. It gives that. us a little more time for the next two, which yeah. are certainly not unanimous, which is what we, uh, what we go for here. The yeah. next question, Mike, let's take it. Will the Browns allow a passing touchdown of at least 29 and a half yards? Brad says yes. And he's not alone here. Brad joins Tyvis, Jason, Bull, and Jay on the yes side, Polk and G. Mike, you just said you you're said expecting no. one of those. Yeah, I was. No, I'm expecting <laughs> – you're right. And I wouldn't be shocked. And I still wouldn't be shocked. And I can totally see it. But I, I don't see that being a uh, touchdown. I uh-huh. see them getting – I see them getting – usually they'll get down to like the 10. Ah, you know, I got and you. then they'll get knocked okay, out of bounds or something enough. like that. That's how I G, see that happening. You don't see a long touchdown. No, because uh, I, I expect them to run the ball more. Yeah. Uh, and, and they'll get their chunk plays. Um, they may get a 40-yard play or chunk play. But the Browns, for the most part, they they because of the the bungles that they had early in the season, they got their guys playing back deeper now. The corners are five, ten yards off. Right. Yeah. All you got to do is run deep, come back, curls, and all kind of stuff all it's the way true. down the field. It is like, funny though; you always see it coming there, on that chunk play. Yeah. I'm always like, "Don't worry, one of our guys was playing off enough that they'll get the right angle on him and knock him out of bounds at the five, right. and yeah. then we get to watch." And yeah, I, I, I didn't realize football was this complicated, right? You know, I didn't either. I, I, we make it so complicated, right? What happened to the days when you just, you know, I, now I got to prevent you from doing anything. I got to set my guys back 10 yards deeper yep. to keep you just to keep you in front of me. What about the guys who used to meet you at the line? Mm-hmm. And, it seems and, like and, the Browns have the talent to do that. I don't know why they don't. Well, well right now, these guys so, a lot of- right now, in, fa- in fairness, they're patched together. They're kind of injured. Greedy Williams apparently also is has like the flu or something. Is he so ever healthy? No. I mean, has that guy ever been healthy? Not great. No, but <laughs> you know, it, it's a it's a it's a, it's a philosophy. Excuse me. Uh, Brad knows this. When you play for certain coaches, yeah, certain coaches have a mentality of we gonna run what you can't stop. Right. I remember my coach used to say, "Hey, our main goal it was to stop the run, stop the run," and we was doing a great job of it until Minnesota came in with Lawrence Maroney and Marion mm-hmm. Barber, oh, yeah. and then we didn't stop nothing. Then the next moniker was "Stop what they doing." That's a nice backfield. Oh, oh, listen, yes, they, listen. I said, "Oh, hey, look, Ohio State saw that." That's and, a nice backfield. <laughs> and it was on national TV, the ESPN, and it was like, "Oh, we ready to go?" No, you're not. Ooh. I got a brand new shield for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> for nothing. Two, they had a bill 25, two, bill 30 apiece in the first half. So sometimes, yeah. and, and guess what? They had nice tight ends. They had a good quarterback that could have threw the ball. But she, they said, I got Marion Barber and Lawrence Maroney against a match school. Y'all going to see these cats every single right. play. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah, eventually I, I, that's going to win out. Yeah. I do think Chase not playing maybe would have changed my answer if I would have known it at the time because it seems like once every game or very least every other game, Chase will catch a pass, and the first guy misses a tackle. And if you miss a tackle on him, it's over. I didn't. Th- I didn't but think he was not, that fast. I didn't know. He, he, yeah, he's really. He, Chase, Higgins he's does, sneaky fast. Oh, Chase is fast. He, the T Higgins doesn't have the same speed that Chase mm-hmm. has. I mean, he'll catch a slant, and you'd be yeah. like, they got an angle on him. Yeah, hold he's on, gone. Hold on, they're behind him. Yeah. Hold he's on. also why, been why by far the, the best receiver yeah. in football the last couple of games. I yeah, mean, he's been on fire. Yeah, the last, the last, the last, the last. Two games he been on, yeah. But before then, yeah, there were he was almost on a milk carton. Hey, by the, <laughs> yeah. by the way, we listen. Hey, I'm gonna tell you this too. Hey, Browns, man, don't take this L, because guess what? You know, next week we're gonna be talking about draft positioning 
and you, we don't have a number one pick. Mm -mm. <laughs> Do you know what? We're going to be talking about receivers and who you need to fill this team out to get with, with Deshaun no, Watson. They lose this game. It's all about, well, G. I Bush, can't wait to watch Deshaun Watson. That's if it. they were to draft tomorrow, obviously they don't have the pick, but do you know where that pick would fall <coughs> with the Texans get? Where? I think, think it's fourth six, right? Pick oh, yeah. Oh, the fourth oh, overall pick. Oh, oh, oh. And they get that. I'd still make that trade any do, day of the week. I agree with Paul. I still make the trade 100 out of 100 times. Do they have right a now. second round pick this year? I, yes, we do. I believe a second, they but they don't have a third. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's right. like second, yep. fourth, fifth. They're going to trade Kareem Hunt, get six. some draft picks back. It's all right. You but do you, uh, you do remember, though, when we made this? You're right. You'd still make it. I'd yeah. still make it. Yeah. But yeah. we do remember. We're just still like. Hurt. And the nice thing is, because this team's so ready to go and <laughs> yeah. turnkey, it's not going to end up being a good <laughs> draft pick anyways. It, at worst, it'll be in the middle hey, of the turnkey. draft. Turnkey. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's true. We are seven games in. We're not at the end of the season. No, we are not. It's not no, over we're, yet. No, we're just hitting the hard part of the schedule. <laughs> That's funny. It's not, a, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we will. Tampa Bay's not. The t Tampa Bay sucks now. We thought that was part of the hard schedule. True. So. Yeah, but Tampa Bay's still in the mix. I just, they're still, I, they're in, still the in the mix. They're not any more in the mix than the Browns are. No, no, no. They, 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 I, I they lost they, four in a row. They, 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 they were just talking about that division yeah. and where they are. How they steal the favor to come out of Panthers. that yep. As bad as they are. Yep. That division's horrible. Not exactly. because they're really good. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, they the got winner of the, this Falcons. is true fact. The winner yeah. of the Falcons-Panthers game this weekend will be in sole possession of first place. Right. That's no, that's not. If the, yes, it is. If the Panthers win, it's a tiebreaker that they're in first place. But they have. For, they'll be in first place. For, yeah, the Panthers for, for all uh, Falcons win there in sole possession. Right, but that's not about, meaningless. They'd be tied with the other teams. A, a team with But they'd have the tiebreakers. They'd be Mayfield, two division opponents. I know, but who cares about the tiebreakers after uh -huh. week eight? Lane, nine games. Yeah. Right, we got Mariotta. one more fence rider. Right, one more fence rider. Right, here we go. Go ahead. We got our last one here, guys. This is not unanimous either. Will the Browns have a special teams miscue of any kind in this game? Brad said yes. Jay said yes. And everyone else said no. I mean, uh, it's. E I feel like yes is easy because they always do, but it's not going to happen. That's every it, game. Like, yeah, that's. It's like it's like the it's like the the easy answer on the test. I'm counting. Is it going to occur? Yes. I'm sort of counting like uh, I'm counting on subjectivity of what. Yeah, what, what is, is exactly a, a miscue? miscue? Because just being a missed bad extra at things, point, a botched punt, fumble, a okay. fumble, turnover, like if somebody block. misses. What if somebody misses a, a tackle on a return? Like just and they go to the house. Is not if it doesn't go to the house, but they get ten like extra an, yards. An egregious one where we put in the group chat. Yeah. Fire, if, if if it causes a fire, Mike Prefer text again. Okay. Okay. That's the, <laughs> If the that's fire qualification. qualification. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's but that was where I that's where I gave myself some wiggle room because I can <laughs> yeah. I can I can pretend something wasn't a miscue. I'm like, no, we're just bad. You need wiggle room now. Yeah, I do a little bit. On this. <laughs> you need wiggle room with the, <laughs> yeah. the clowns. I know. It's brutal. I'm hey, taking it. Hey, it's bad when you start having to. When, I've been involved in the spectrum. You go through. You go. You go through. The, how many uh, signs of grief is it? It's, how, eight, how many eight stages? Eight stages? It's like eight stages of grief. You know, yesterday and, and, and a lot of other days, you mad, you angry, you in denial. This team can't be that bad. Right. Then you get to the, you just pissed off all the time. Now we, you say the Browns, it's evoking emotion. You mm -hmm. don't actually went past, and I'm like, oh goodness. Right. This, I ain't even tripping right now. There, I don't even look forward to it. There are people it. still in the bargaining stage right now where they're just <laughs> yeah. like, you know, we could go on a run, and if you look at it, we're only second in our division right, right now. Let, let we could make a playoff. Exactly so let me hear what's happening out of the public sphere, right? Mm -hmm. Take a pulse of the public. The public's pulse is turning. You know, where it was all Browns, yeah. mm -hmm. they're now going calves. Yeah. For real, <laughs> for real. For real, they're going calves. Which, they're like, 
which Wait, is understandable. <laughs> but we all know that when Deshaun Watson comes back, people are going to be locked back in because you're going to want to see him play. Yes. Even if they lose this game and people go away for a few weeks after that, mm-hmm. they're coming back to watch Watson play. Yes. And we all know at the end of the day that when the when hopefully when and not if the Browns are good again. Yes. Everybody will be there. And That'd even while the conversation, I agree, has turned a yes. lot towards it's the Cavs tr- out of turning. desperation, yes. people are still tuning in on Sunday. No matter how bad this team is, they're yes. still going to be yeah, watching. We'll you, all still be what watching. You, what you did see, if you're you, if you paying attention to these home games, third quarter, they're bailing out of here. Sure. Right? So I looked, there, I, look, I looked in the stands. I like, where are yeah. the people at? Got pretty yeah. skinny in there. <laughs> there, was a lot of pe- there was a lot of people who... Who left that game was like, let, let me get I'm some, out of here. I'm, 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 I'm going to be give me strapped. And the thing is, the scary part about it is. the lizard. Uh, can I get a pickup order on? Uh-huh, I'm exactly. Yep. I'll go on and get it. The, 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 the bad part about it is you, you're going to have a situation where now they're not even consuming. You know, when the Browns win, I go around and I can look at other teams. I can look at other content. Mm-hmm. I'll go check out what people saying on the radio. I go look out and see what blogs are talking right, about. Right, yeah. and, and it's cool. But when the Browns lose, I, I, I won't watch nothing. I ain't watch no Brown stuff. I don't yeah. want to see highlights. I don't want to see highlights. Gross. None of that. Other it's teams just, being doing well. Right. right, right. It, it just it just it just puts a damper yep. damper on everything. But I will say the only thing saving grace is I want to see what Deshaun Watson does. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And I want to see that's true. How Kevin Stefanski plans on on in, uh, implementing and what this offense look like with him, because if he comes in and lights it up, Here's what will happen. We're going to be good. We're going to be like, oh, well, right. we got something, though. Forget we, we ain't going to be in the playoffs, but we got some for next year. Right? Yeah. And it's perfect that the first game, honestly, is against the Texans. Because yes. even if he's a little rusty, they suck. Yeah. That's true. And I know the Browns suck right now, but the Texans, yeah. the Texans are, the, the Browns are, suck with hope. Uh-huh. The Texans suck with no hope. Yes, yes. but our draft picks. <laughs> yeah. is, I guess that's really their hope. And our picks. I know, I know, I know. You know I'm it's, kidding. It's, I, I know. It, it's a fir- I listen, <laughs> I get it. Mm-hmm. If the Browns end up with a top 10 pick that goes to the Texans, it's going to suck. Yep. But the bottom line is, if Deshaun Watson is the quarterback that he was in Houston, yeah. and he brings it here and he yeah. plays like that or better, Mm-hmm. None of us are going to give a rat's right, you know right. what about the draft picks in the long run. Totally As true. angry as we are right now. All right, Mikey's got something. Just a reminder that I thought of right before you get to that, though, is yeah. that, that Houston game's important because we will be trying to beat Houston to make their draft pick worse. <laughs> yeah, Think right. about that. We've got that's to beat right. them to make their draft pick worse for that's us. That's right. Go ahead, Mikey. Sorry. Yes. Well, just a reminder to make sure you guys like and subscribe to the YouTube page. we got a post-game show for the Buckeyes on Saturday and the Browns on Sunday. Monday. Browns Monday, on Monday. excuse me. Yeah. I have become a Browns fan this year, and it has taken a lot of years off the end of my life. So you're the bad luck. Being based in here, yeah. No. But I am not as diehard of a Browns fan as Dequell Jackson. By the way, hit wait, me. No, no, hold on. Okay. Wait till you see what the Browns have done to Dequell this year. Let's bring Dequell in here, and he's looking rough. There Dequell. Oh, no. How you doing, man? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, he's aging like a president. <laughs> Get out of here. old white guy now. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, there he is. That was well done. <laughs> The special this is effects. what the Browns have done done to me. You know, if they continue to play as poorly as they have, I'm going to look like this ugly guy over here. So, oh my God, it's rough. It's rough right now for me. Yeah, looks like all of our souls right now. Yes. So, Dequell, yes. apparently you were watching or you watched back. I'm not sure when I was arguing with J and G, and I was going nuts, and Jay was going nuts, and and you wanted to jump in on this. Who's whose side are you on on this? So I was actually on Jay. 
Jay's and G's side on I this. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm disappointed. Because here's the thing. Yeah. It's not it's no in, in no world can you run the ball hundred percent of the time on first down, but in the NFL, running the ball more than seventy percent on first down, it actually happens. And it actually I would at the time I was watching the Atlanta and the Bengals game last week. Right. And they pulled up a stat during the middle of the game and it said out of they they listed the top four teams that ran the ball more than anyone else. And what popped up in the bottom of the screen, it was that Atlanta ran the ball 70% of the time or more on first down. That's a dead giveaway. Hmm. So that's all I'm saying. That hmm. was a, that was the side I was taking in terms of the Browns with with jo- Jacoby Brissett not playing well in situational football, put the ball in your best player's hand. That's the right. only part of the argument I want to interject myself. But I enjoyed you guys going back and forth. Thank it you. was very entertaining. But Jay was saying – Jay was literally saying, run the ball on first down every time, which makes no sense. You can't do that. Well, some team, I, I played against teams who that was their DNA. Listen, 70-30, that percentage, they're going to run the ball. The, the only reason they don't run the ball because they don't want to be extremely predictable. They don't want right. you to put 11 guys in the box. But that's mm-hmm. pretty, that's damn near 100% in the NFL. You don't, you won't find any other stat that says this team does X 70 percent or more of the time so that that, that's all I wanted to interject but I was more so I called uh, McNuggets afterwards I was very entertained for those 10 minutes I joined in and I never (laughs) seen G I can see the horns growing smoke steaming from uh, G's head and I I thought that was very entertaining because I had never seen this guy get mad like that it was very entertaining I had to to go home and do some research see I I get fired up I get fired up after Aditi comes on right because when Aditi comes on you know, you know, she, you know, she could always lean back on on the on the Steelers. Like, yeah, I, you know, the Steelers and Mike Tomlin, how they get down and what they do. And then Bull, he like, yeah, we got Jamar Chase and T Higgins right, and right, them. That's, his team, that's yeah. it. And they they yeah. talk about how right. they get down. And then I'm looking over at the Ravens, and that used to be the Browns. And 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 people yeah. always talk about how Baltimore is never out of it in Lamar Jack. And then I'm just sitting here with my team, yeah. and I'm sitting with this bag of tricks, this bag of, <laughs> of, of oatmeal cookies on Halloween. Everybody else that went door to door got the big big candy bars, the yep. Reese's, Snickers. the baby roofs, the Snickers. Yep. You got the pretzels and apples. And they, they gave me they gave me good good fruit and, and candy corn. <laughs> I'm like, you gonna give me an apple and a banana? I was tired of it. I said, I'm tired of it, bro. <laughs> I said, listen, I, I, I ain't got much, right. but I'm gonna utilize what I got to the to the nth. Agree. I'm gonna go out swinging with my best punch. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna be jabbing. Mm-hmm. I'm coming with what I got. That's all I got right now. And then I was hot too. I'm like, but in the but in the end, my point was, yeah, we could argue use Nick Chubb a little more. Fine, we could argue that, but don't make mm-hmm. it seem as Jay often does, in my opinion, that they're not using Nick Chubb at all. That's silly. He's third in no. carries. He's, he's second and fourth quarter carries. The Browns have more running back carries than any team in the league. They run the ball first down more than any team in the league. We can, Yeah, you, would you like it a little more? Fine, oh. but let's not make it seem like they don't run at all. I mean, they're I using their both weapons. Of you, both of you guys' point of view was right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we were missing that. The defense has played so poorly. Yes. Yep. Listen, we can't pile up. You know, if, if we, now we're over-scrutinized, over-scrutinizing you know, what the offense have done. They've That's been right. pretty productive. Yes. They, they've kept us in ball games. Without their play, we don't even have this conversation. We're saying the Browns absolutely are terrible. They suck. Let's move on. Let's, let's wait for Deshaun Watson to come back. But we overlooked all the mistakes and, and inconsistency from this 
defense that if you're looking for the most comprehensive nfl draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on nfl scouting podcast join the draft dudes kyle krabs and joe marino as they go position by position through the nfl free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 nfl draft If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Oh, we lost to Quell. Yeah, I mean, that's the truth, guys. We're nitpicking the offense and having these debates because yeah. the defense sucks. We've said a few times, if Deshaun Watson were here, they'd probably be 5-2, and two, right? Right, right. If the defense, and I think I said this yesterday, if the defense had played even close to what we thought they'd be coming mm-hmm. into the season, I just said they'd be 5-2. Yeah. and two. The offense could be exactly the same, no difference. If the defense had played even close to what we were expecting, yeah, I don't, I don't, they'd have four or five wins right I now. I don't think you're mistaken. I think the defense is what has been the troublesome thing because we knew what we had with Brissett, right? We kind of knew that we had a backup guy playing at the quarterback position. We didn't know how that was going to go, and they actually have performed fairly well, right? Fairly well. The defense on the other side has just not really performed to the level that we thought that that uh, they were going to do. I, obviously, I'm thinking here that I was sold a bill of goods, right? Because oh, you were. Because I'm looking at yeah. these guys, I'm like, that's not those guys. This right. he told me this guy was this, and this right. guy was this, yep. and this guy was this, and, and Drew Barry. And I was like, wait I a minute like here, you. hold on. I like who him. is who is doing the scouting over here? Uh-huh. Who is doing the uh, the day to days, the research here? Because it's fair. You, you're looking like you're a ranked amateur here, right? Because I'm looking at these other teams I watch on Sunday, right, and on Monday, or on Thursday night, right? I see it. And I'm like, they find a diamonds like in, and uh, I won't even say Marshall and places uh-huh. Central Florida and uh, Savannah State. And I'm like, where, they, where are those guys they at? They find well, a diamonds like in Sierra Leone. It's fair to ask, when it comes to the defense, is it Andrew Berry or is it Joe Woods? Mm. Who's to blame? Well, who's is the, it the talent or is it the development of the talent? Let me ask you this. Who is the director of scouting here? Hey, he, I don't even know. I don't know. But Andrew, I'll look him up. But, but Andrew Berry had to sign off on it. Yeah, he's making the pick. Remember they asked us yesterday. They said, do you think everybody comes back on this team? And I, you know me. I've been on Joe Woods back since day one. Yeah. I, to 2019, yeah. I've been on Joe Woods. But then I had to sit back and think about it, though, Bull. If I'm Joe, Wool, Joe Woods, I say this. Well, let me talk to you, uh, Andrew Berry, when we have in our little uh, powwow. Well, look, you didn't let me get no D-tackles. You got me with Jordan Elliott. You got me, which is the worst defensive tackle starting. Mm-hmm. You you got Taven Bryan for me, who was a bust in Jacksonville. And if Jacksonville don't sign you, you yeah. mean you definitely That's ain't right. no good. Plus, you, what's his name? Because they Tom, drafted him from Ohio State. You drafted Tommy Togia. The only bad player from Ohio State. And Perry, <laughs> and, 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 stop it. I'm going to stop it. All right. And Perry on Winfrey. Calm down. And, Just calm down. And then you got Perry on Winfrey, <laughs> who, 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 who ain't done that. So then you could go to the middle. They said, well, look, you, you had us with Anthony Walker, but you, you sold us on Phillips. Mm-hmm. You sold, and he was one of the worst linebackers. You love JOK. But he can't be in his right gap. Where's Mac Wilson at? Mac Wilson, Ooh. you traded. 
Now, so you like, well, dang, he's looking good. And then you go, it's just, it's just like in baseball. You got your catcher, your pitcher, your middle infield, and your center fielder, right? That's right. the middle of your defense. Now let's get back to the two safeties. I don't know which one is worse. <laughs> John Johnson, who you gave top safety money to. <laughs> Uh-huh. That you brought over. Yeah. You got Troy Hill. Troy Hill got here. He was so bad. You had to send him back. Yeah. <laughs> and but, then you got Grant Delpit, who you drafted the second round. Right, but gee, he's going to be good one day. Let me ask you this. There are five players on the, like, yes, defensive tackle. Clearly, it seems like they got it wrong. They, they addressed the position. They addressed it wrong, right? They don't. It doesn't seem like they have talent there. None. Okay. <laughs> Anthony Walker got hurt. There's nothing you could do there. Nobody, most teams don't have great backup linebackers. Okay, I in their defense, he was he was he was good. And he was playing pretty well, yes. especially when we're paying him. Yep. But, but got, you and, and Clowney and Garrett, they're doing their job. Okay. Yes. But you have five players on the Browns' defense that we thought were really good. Mm. That at times, especially one guy, the first guy I'm going to mention, has been excellent mm-hmm. and have been bad this year. Yep. Denzel Ward, number one. Yep. The two safeties that you mentioned, oh, yep. JOK yep. and Greg Newsom. Those five guys have all been disappointed this under, year. Yeah, so I guess delivered. the question is, especially with the other four who have never done it for one more than pass one defended. Yeah. One? One. You he, he, all you gotta do Are is. Are these break guys down. overrated? Did did Joe how come they play all right. those guys? Let, let, well, let, Johnson and Delpit haven't played well ever. ever. Let me, let me, let me but say, Newsom and Ward right. played great last year. How they take let, a step back? Let, let me let me let me say this. So is it talent or coaching? Delpit, when he was at LSU, was lights out. He was he, cold. He was lights out. So right? is it coaching? So then? my thing is this: what, who, what scheme? Because sometimes you can take a player and put him in a system, and the system will make you look like a Mar- sucker. Maurice right? Colorado uh-huh. said it just uh-huh. yesterday. Uh-huh. Make you, you look like a sucker. You yeah. can right? give another, you give another coach the same players, and yeah. they'll look like stars. Remember, we used to have Jabril Peppers playing yeah. seven thousand yards. But the question is, Joe Woods was here last year. How did these guys take a step backwards? Well, the safeties didn't. It's the corners. Corners. The corners in JOK are the really shocking ones. So here's because those three guys played well last JOK year. JOK problem is this. I think I think Ty was talking about the other day. Yeah. Because they don't have the interior guys sucking up the energy, right? It puts JOK in a bad position because he's a lightweight linebacker. Then figure out a better way well, to well, use him. But this is why I keep going back to the talent evalu- evaluation, <laughs> right? Now I thought I had these guys. Well after a couple games I see they're not these guys. I now have to fill this void you have here. To pivot. Right? Quit telling me how great these dudes are. I'm telling you how loud they are because yeah. they're not. I, I, I asked you about the director of scouting, right? Yeah. Because Andrew Barry's not going out to all these sites looking at these players. Mm-hmm. The director of scouting's come in and say, hey, let me sit down. These are the people I see. He's got to sell Andrew Barry on these guys. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who is this dude? And but, who is his minions? But guys, and, and I be, in my opinion, outside of defensive tackle, I think I believe the problem is coaching and player development yeah. and not talent. Anybody. I think they have talent yep. in the secondary. The, and I think JOK is talented, but you have to use he's a no. he's a unique player yeah. at linebacker. You've got to use Be him clear. properly. Be clear. Yeah. You heard it from me. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody getting developed here. Oh, you yeah. can see it. Nobody right. getting no. developed. They're regressing. Come, if anything, they're here, regressing. You come here, you regress. Like you, I've you regress never regressed when you come and, here. And, and but, this is this but, is the thing that's been happening for a long time. I, I don't know. You can't name me one player that gets here. He has a lot of raw materials. And and they polish him up and they they progressively Are get him better. Are you talking both sides of the ball? I'm talking about ever. 
I'm talking. I can't think of a guy. See, I can't think of a guy. Don't say ever. Well, I'm, I'm well, since '99. I'm. I, I literally okay. went through this. Since '99. I, I don't totally agree with that. I'm it's, trying to it's find a player. It's taken a while, but David Njoku this year was looking like. Yeah, you can't he's come say, a long way. And I, I know. I think Do- Donovan Peoples-Jones was a sixth-round pick. He's become a solid NFL wide receiver. And we just great. assume that Nick Chubb was a finished product when he got here, but maybe he wasn't. Maybe Wyatt it was a Teller. Place. The Wyatt Bills, Teller. a smart team, gave away Wyatt Teller okay, for so nothing. Offensive line. Offensive line. For every, for every line. person you can name that yeah. you say is making an ascension, right. yeah. let's name the ones that make You're it right. a decline. And but I got nobody round. on offense. These are, well, yeah. The offense, here's the thing. Yeah. You got Bill Callahan on offense. Bill well, Callahan was the coaching. line. We're agreeing. Listen, the line... Uh, you, when you talk about the line, they they get guys off the street and do Z, well. Yeah, gee, they said OBJ was dead in the water here. I never understood it. Dead I in never, the water he, here. I never understood he was, it. He had regressed so far, he looked like a clown. <laughs> and that's and, why people was then mad. He went, then he went to LA, and, and then I was like, I, I I kept telling you, I said he caught another touchdown. Right. He caught another touchdown. Well, and I do not start, want that to happen with Kareem Hunt because well, he's but, gonna go to a good team and he's yeah, gonna look like a is, man. Kareem Hunt's played well here. He's yes. just not going to get used as much here because he got Nick Chubb. Right. I mean, he's got the best. And nobody back sees the a problem team. with a talented guy not being used here when we're struggling. I would agree that he <laughs> should be used more, but he's never going to be used as much here as he would be on a team that doesn't that have a Nick Chubb. Here, what yeah. I tell you is this: your team is sucking. It's struggling. You better find the diamonds that you have. And you better find a way to deploy them. Right, but that wasn't the question. Was who's been developed? I I don't believe outside of outside of maybe Odell, and I don't even completely buy that because I think he's part of the he was part of his own problem, right. and he's never healthy. Again, he's hurt this whole year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't see in the last couple of years a, a ton of offensive players that have gone the wrong direction. You can say they have trouble at quarterback, I think, over time. Yeah, I mean, they can't develop quarterbacks. No, but it's not like Baker Mayfield went somewhere. No. And, and he was even worse. But you're, but you're he's answer- benched for P.J. Walker but right we're now. Answer- but you're was, answering was your own question, though. Or did, or did they devalue him by not developing him? You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a difference here. I, I come from a university, Bull. Yeah. Their slogan is this. Ohio State football slogan is develop that's what they put forever. Developed here. Now you come here, and it might get developed over there on that yeah, lake. That's not a fair. So, 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 yes, it is. Oh, they're developed. You, you they're developed. Ohio State's I'm, getting I'm, the best talent. Yeah, they're developed at the best high let, schools no, no, in America, no, no, and me, then they come you, to Ohio let, State. Let me, yeah. tell you, let me tell you something. You can come from wherever. You still got to get developed right there. Right? Okay, but. Why do they get picked to go to Ohio State? It don't matter. Some high school but Ohio State gets the well. best players. No, Brad, the Browns can't always get the best players. That, that that just recently occurred, right? Now we seem like we're getting the best of the best. Yeah. Why? Because they're developing these so, players. There's a pipeline so, so let to me, this league. Right. So let me so let me give you this, and and, and when and I want to spend too much time on it, but what I mean by development, the le- development and scheme go hand in hand. There's two things that I would have immediately done when they would have got here. I love when when coaches create a position for a player yeah. specifically for him. JOK would have already been switched to what we call a bandit role. A bandit is a guy who, who generally role. speaking, yeah. is a smaller linebacker that is between a linebacker and a safety. He has different rules. He has different responsibilities, and his Agreed. job is to run sideline to sideline. Kareem Hunt's position should have already been changed. In this offense, there should have been a position. You like tight ends? He should have already had a position right. for him right. where Kareem Hunt I is, think that's is, fair. is These are unique a, talents he, that need to be recognized as unique talents. He's, he's, on the field, he's on the field every single time between yeah. fullback, tight end, or H-back. But, but G, you up. only do that 
when you recognize what you have in the box. Yes. And stop telling me this is my system, not my system. This is what I have. I'm going to deploy what I have and make it work for me. Let's but bring the quell back in, guys. We got the quell back. There he is. There you go. Hey, what's hey, up, fellas? Boss. What's up? What's the, going the, on? What's the going old on guy. The DMV, baby. The internet not working. Listen, the old guy was bad juju, man. He, he filled <laughs> oh, the pain of the ground. Oh, yeah. You don't yeah. want me to be great. That's because you starved him to death. You never fed him, Dequell. <laughs> hey, Dequell, we was just talking about it just now. We were talking about, you know, it, it's a difference between development and a difference between what, what schemes you're running to marry to make the development. I said myself, I would have created a role for JLK where he's a bandit, a hybrid type guy yeah. who has different rules. I would have trained if I know I don't have receivers. Kareem Hunt would have been a, 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 a position where he's on the field every play with Nick Chubb because I can put him at tight end. I could put him at fullback. I could split him out and I could get a playmaker that could do everything on the field. But sometimes you got to create it. My thing is, JOK, it, they love this skill set, but you have to do something to, to augment right. and, and to yeah. enhance that skill set so that he right. can really show what he does. You know what? I went back and watched a ton of film on their season this year and particularly on the defense. And one thing that jumps out to me, fellas, there is no development. In I terms of a that. linebacker play, there Wait. is, you don't see the development from game to game if you None. clearly understand. Mm. What JOK can bring to a defense if he's coached up. It seems like he's not being coached up properly on fundamentals of things, and he's mm. playing the game as if he was back in college someplace, and he's not reading keys properly. I mean, this is not just him. He's the guy that stands out the most, yeah. in my opinion, because when he makes his mind up, he's like a bullet. you know. So he shows up more, but all those guys don't seem to be on the same on the same wavelength. It's like they don't know what they're doing. They, they're playing unsure of themselves. And that goes to coaching. No that doubt. goes to development. And I don't see it right now, fellas. Yeah. And that's why the defense plays as poorly as they have been in late late in the game in those situations because that's when you rely on your fundamentals, your technique, your 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 prep study, all those other different things come into a play, come to play. And that's their biggest flaw right now. Not only from the linebacker position, but on every level of the defense. Yeah. Now, offensively, they, they've, they've sputtered the last few weeks. I get it. You put the ball in Jacoby Brissett's hand, throw the ball 45 times. That is not what he does. But from a coaching standpoint, you have to be able to identify, okay, this is my hand. If I got a bad hand, a, a, a tunk, damn yeah. it, I'm going to try to make the best out of it. And it it's seems as though baby. you're not really <laughs> making changes, wholesale changes to get the, the, the attention of the other guys not playing well enough. I think right now, you need to start doing those things right now, or those guys are going to play, even though 11 are going to trot out there, but, you know, individually, as this thing gets out of hand and they have more, you know, the, the more losses start piling up, those yeah. guys are going to go out there and start checking gangster. That's what I like to call it. Start gangster. doing their own things. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when it really, that's when the ship <laughs> sails at that point. Dequell, when it comes to the the defense, because obviously, you know, for all that, as you, uh, we lost you as we were getting into, like, everybody's nitpicking on the offense. Ultimately, this if the defense had played to what we thought they would, the team would be 5-2, and two, right? The team would be a lot right. better. But I, I when you look agree. at the defense, obviously their ends are great. They're doing their job. The tackles, they don't have really talent at defensive tackle. You lose Anthony Walker injury. But you mentioned JOK, and I would say the entire secondary outside of the rookie Martin Emerson – has been oh. a disappointment. But those yeah. guys, I think, are really talented. 
So is it on coaching and development, or 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 are those some of those guys? Maybe Delpit, maybe Johnson, maybe even JOK. Are they not as talented as we think they are? Or are they actually talented and not being developed properly? That's a great question. I think they are talented. I think they're above average when you look on paper, yeah. what those guys can do and what they have done and the potential of them to, to do what we think we can they can do if they're coached well. I think it boils down to the, that, that, that leadership piece in every room is so undervalued and, and not mm-hmm. appreciated. If you had a guy in that secondary who understood how, why it's important to listen to the coach and listen to the technique and do all these small little things because it's going to lead to bigger gains, to bigger results when you, when you play Monday night, when you play Thursday night, when you play on Sunday. I think that is the, I feel like front office are realizing, you know what, we got a lot of young guys, a lot of experience, inexperienced guys. We need a guy in every level from the D-line, linebacker, and secondary That's to teach right. these guys how to do it, how to work how because to i remember being i remember being that young inexperienced guy and i remember leaning heavily on on willie mcginnis how to play the position and if i didn't have that tutelage i would have been out here running wild and didn't understand what gap you know integrity meant in terms of run fits from a d-line and linebacker standpoint and how to communicate i wouldn't know how to do those things unless i had a good example in front of me and i think it, you know something has to and coaching plays a part in it, but I think when it boils down to it, in-game, live action, those guys don't know who to, who to lean on because everyone is making similar mistakes and they don't have a guy to, to, to lead the ship. Dequil, let, me, let me throw this at you, right? Because you, you, make mm-hmm. a very, you make a very good point here, right? Because I think that uh, as I reassess it, because I've been kind of hard on myself, but as I reassess it, they got some talent. But, you know, coaching mm-hmm. in, this, in any league can make you look like a suck if you're not in the right position here. If they don't put you in a right. position to be successful. One of my right. issues I have, and I want, to know, I want to know your take on this. It seems to me that the Browns have difficulty assessing what their strengths are and recognize that this is, they are my strong suits. So this is what I have to use. They seem right. to be pro, uh, pre-programmed. I have to do mm-hmm. A, B, C. Well, I have to do A, B, C because that's all they know is A, B, C. Well, we're gonna play this one, G G G G H I, right? We're gonna play this all the way down, right? We're gonna do it a little bit. Right, we're right. gonna mix up the alphabet a little bit here, right? And mm-hmm. I'm doing that because my personnel tell me to do it that way, right? In this right. case here, <laughs> they seem to be stuck on stupid here, right? We watch yeah. the same thing every week, every week, yeah. and every week. So tell yeah. me, you tell me what you think about this because I'm like, mm-hmm. this is getting redundant and ridiculous. Yeah, you're seeing the same same calls, the same way, guys. That you're not you. You're exactly right, Brad. At this point, what do you have to lose? Nothing. And I think a lot of a, a lot of co- no matter how the great coaches in this league are able to adapt in real time. Whatever your plan was, we do it when we when you scout. You know, you have a plan. You go into the game and you get behind, and now you got to scrap your game plan, and now you have to figure out in real time, how do I attack this defense? How do I play better defense and, and et cetera? I think that this is, this is the culture of the NFL guys go, you know, go from place to place and to run their system. I've had coaches before. It's like, listen, man, we have guys playing out of position and you know, it as players, players know it. And when nothing, nothing is changing, you know what happens? And you notice, know Brad, you start to lose faith in your coach. Yes, you do. And you start to go out there and just play reckless, play wild, and it becomes an individual game as opposed to a team game. And you start losing guys. You start losing the attention of them. And you're right. I, I, 
the Browns is there. There's the they, in my opinion, this team is one of the biggest disappointments of the league right now. And if they don't get it together, you thought without Deshaun Watson, with Jacoby Brissett managing this football team, the Browns defense will be comparable, competitive, and these guys will take will level up in terms of you know expectation. And right now, you you listen to all the other networks talk about the Browns. They're talking about these guys as the same old Browns, and they're giving them every reason to because. Your record reflect who you are and how poorly you're playing right now. You know, Dequel. You know, I, I look at it, um, and I, I think the problem with coaches is, is sometimes now with, with new age coaches and the younger coaches, and this is in general. Um, I, I think that when you look at social media and the way that you text message people, um, we do everything over Zoom. Um, you know, saying the interactions is less and less between people, right? And the thing mm-hmm. that I think coaches never take advantage of is truly developing relationships mm-hmm. with the people. Um, and once you mm-hmm. build those relationships and you have uh, communication where now that coaches feel like they know a person and a player um, besides the X's and O's, they know who he is. They know what motivating factors you have. I think sometimes and, and I know there's a big catchphrase and talk, talk to talk, talking about analytics, um, but my, my thing is you have to be able to motivate people. I, I don't believe, I don't see the Cleveland Browns as a motivated team. Like yeah. I don't see you. You got to invoke some sort of passion, some sort of pride, some sort of anything in a person. And when you see this, I don't see the Cleveland Browns as a team that is going to say we're going to go out here and play hard. We, we not about to let this happen. We're going to play for each other. We're going we gonna to make sure it's a standard that we got no matter what the coaches got going. And and for me, I, I don't know if that's something that Kevin Stefanski can instill, but I, I, I think it's a part of the coaching staff that's missing. I, I believe you could do analytics. You could be even even killed on one side of the ball, but you have to have a yin and a yang for everything. You have to also have people that are people that are, that think that way that are going to go say I need to be a disruptor. Um, do you yeah. think that they need one of those type of people, whether it's all a special teams offense or, or defense? Well, that's what happens when you're, you're, you're losing games that you're supposed to win. You know, the, the, this team was could easily be five and three. They could easily be we could, this. The, the way we're talking about the Browns could could be on the opposite spectrum right here. But that's what three and five teams go through. They have to battle that internal motivation, playing inspired football, because a lot of guys need you know, a guy to kind of light some fire up under their butt. You know, and you need a guy that can stand in front of grown men and motivate them no matter what the record is, no matter what the day looks like, no matter if you think you're, you're an underdog and you're last in the division. So you really need a guy. You're really going to see, you know, how this season unfolds, what imprint can Kevin Stefanski put on this football team to have them play inspired football. Listen, I, I'm still inspired, but I think they go out and compete. It's the critical moments of the game. It's when they lose football games, the last two minutes before the half, the last two minutes they're in the game. There's either a turnover offensively or a mental breakdown defensively where you're giving up big plays. And that's where you 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 figure, you know what? Either the guys aren't paying attention to detail or it's talent level, which we all can agree is not the talent level. It's them having someone they can trust in real time, a leader back there that can be the quarterback of the defense, coaching, all these other things play a part. And I think Kevin Stefanski's really got a, a tall task ahead of him because he's really got to, you know, these guys are playing on Monday night. And 
I don't care what your record is. Monday night is like a Super Bowl every time you get a chance to play on Monday night. So we're going to see an inspired football team. We're going to see a team compete like crazy because now everyone's watching you and everyone's going to know, hmm, he's not playing so well. The JOKs, he's got, he, I'm sure he'll play better, but there's that, going to be a, a level, a, a sense of urgency in terms of we, this is a chance we can turn our season around. That's the message in the locker room right now. I'm sure Kevin Stefanski and everyone, every coaching staff on that in that building is coaching. We can turn our season around if we get a divisional win against a team that's playing really well. You, the best players out, um, you know. And listen, quite frankly, the, this is going to be a tough task for the Browns because the Bengals defense hasn't given up a was the second half touchdown yep. in eight weeks, which yeah. is unheard of. That's scary. So, it's very scary. It's very scary. And I don't see the Browns fixing all their issues in one week. So uh, all we can do is hope for the best, and hopefully I don't turn out like this ugly guy sitting next to me over here. <laughs> well, you, you've been um, in a locker rooms in the past mm -hmm. at a point in a season where uh, kind of the vibe changed and the whole team realized that this is probably a lost year. And that's not, I'm assuming, a very good feeling. Can you – Imagine if we lose this game on Monday, we're going now we're yeah. two and six. What is the vibe going to be like in that locker room moving forward with these young guys where you said the psychology of this is so important. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. this could really make a difference as far as how this team continues to develop or goes in the wrong direction. Couldn't it? Yeah, it's scary because you got a lot of young guys, a lot of young guys who come from big programs are used to winning and not used to dealing with the fan base like the Cleveland Browns are, how they're diehard fans. They're, they're going to love you one minute, boo you the next minute, you know, if you play poorly, and rightfully so. But in that locker room, the, the psyche of guys, that's where, you know, you you really lean on the Miles Garrett. The, the guys who are, who are mentally mature enough to deal with it, they're going to go out and continue to make plays. So mm -hmm. that's one is you can identify – and I'm thinking Miles Garrett will be that guy, will be that 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 example for the other guys. Listen, no matter what the record is, we still have a job to do. I want to play for my brother. I want to play for my city. I want to play for whoever, whatever reasons um, you can come up with to, to play for. And you know what I used to do, Mikey? Around this time, if we if I were in that locker room, if I realized we were out of playoff contention, that's when I started making my offseason plans. Yeah. I start, you know, preparing, you know, the, a great trip so I can motivate myself to get through these tough times because it's hard, man. Mm -hmm. It's hard throughout the week. You're putting in all this extra time lifting and film study. And it's, and you have this little voice in your head telling you, why are you doing this? You know, you're not winning when you're not playing for anything. Yep. And, and it come, and it falls on coaching, leadership. Can they be the same guy? Can you motivate? Can you inspire? So th there's going to be a lot of domino effects in these next few weeks of how these guys respond and how well they go out and play, how hard they play. Because, you know, it, the things that are happening, the mistakes this team, this team is, is going, the mistakes that happened on Sundays that we've identified were the same mistakes were happening early in the season. And that, to me, falls on coaching. Hmm. By the way, you think fans are angry now. What if the Browns lose to the Bengals on Monday and then the Bengals sign Odell Beckham on Tuesday? Oh yeah, that would gosh. not be ideal. <laughs> that would not be ideal. G, G can't even. He, he, just got, he just got so angry thinking about he did. that. You just made his day. I, I was so angry. I went back. So I have a subscription, right, for NFL yeah. Plus. I went back and watched games that I played in in 2009 and 2012. Mm. I was like, wait a minute. I, maybe I'm being over, overly critical of no. this defense yeah. and, and the linebackers and just the in, inconsistency. And I'll tell you what. 
you know, no, I was spot on. These, these guys are all just, they're all over the place. And I don't know how you fix it. Do you score Brown, a ton of points? Brown, Jackson. Please, Brown, tired to Bring him Jackson. In. Please, tired to Would you ever coach? No. You, you don't have any interest in coaching, right? I mean, I'll never say never. But, yeah. you know, you, you get a good group. You know, I, I, here's the thing. Well, I want to go home. And some of these guys don't go home. They, they don't sleep raise. in the office. No, they're, they're crazy. Yeah. They're nuts. And I nah, love you football. Got a good life. No, you should be a consultant. Though. You got a good life. You do. I, I would, you're I good at love, media. Yeah, you don't. Do yeah, that. I would. Nonsense. I would love to be in some sort of consult. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, what we yeah. need to do. And, and Come just, in, pump everybody it, up. Yeah, here's the thing. Well, I actually yeah. reached out years ago uh, to my age. I'm like, hey, do NFL teams hire former players to teach? You know, if they have a young crew, a young um, um, room. They teach, do they consult with older guys who they trust who were pros when they played to come in and teach these guys how to watch film, what to look out for, just to give them a different voice. And, yeah. you know, I was trying to do something with the Washington Commanders years ago, and they yeah. just, it, you, you run into that, that uh, you know, that situ- that gray area where they don't want a former player having more control over the room than the coach. Exactly. So like, yeah, okay. that's, that's, that's stupid. That's stupid that they don't do that. That would be is. great. You'd be great at that. But yeah. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.